Hello, and thank you once again for joining us for Riding Through the Ages, a revolving journey through the eras of Kamen Rider. I am Eric. And I'm Eugene. And today, we will be in Rewa, Kamen Rider 01, episode 15, entitled The End of Each. It aired on December 15th, 2019. It was written by Yuya Takahashi, and it was directed by Satoshi Morita. And so, do you remember what happened the last time? Yeah, we had... Um... Fua kind of completely reverted back almost there he's from what I remember that he's about to lead an attack on Metsubo Jinrai uh, he just got his power they up. just destroyed Rai I believe it's Rai right for yeah thunder yeah yeah and he just got his well it's not even really it wasn't for him but he well it has a wolf on it yeah his his <laughs> mid-season is their tech from yeah. Ark yes so Ark is up and running uh it's well yeah. it's not up and running but <laughs> it's down and running yeah um, so yeah, Assault Wolf? No, it wasn't. I believe... Yeah, Assault Wolf. Assault Wolf sounds right, yeah. Because his first one is Shooting Wolf, and that's Assault yeah. Wolf. And so, yeah, he's he's kind of... It's, it's like, sort of reverted, but most, um, mostly, like, it's, like, I'm refocusing. Mm-hmm. Because I've seen, you know, and also we had the, the Astronaut Brothers. Yep. And one was Bri. Yeah, but he didn't know. He didn't know. He was a sleeper agent. Which makes you wonder who else could be a sleeper agent. Yep. They're going to go all uh, battle, battle uh, Star Galactica on us. Oh, yeah, where it's like you don't even know if you're a bad guy or not. Yeah, you're not a, you don't realize you're a Cylon until you're activated. Yeah, I never saw it. Neither did I, um, just for that reason, because it's like, so what you're telling me is that the whole plot revolves around, uh, it's it's not a mystery if there is no mystery. Yeah. Because you could, no matter what the plot, they're up oh, they're just a Cylon. Boom. Yeah. And there's no there hints, a, there's no clues. I know there was a board game. Battlestar Galactic board game, but like you knew when you were a Cylon, but it was like randomly chosen. Mm. I don't remember if it was in that one, but I remember one that had a traitor mechanic. I think it was Dead of Winter. Oh, it was a it was a zombie survival board game. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the start of the game, you were given uh missions. Yeah, like secret missions. Yeah, and like what your type of character for the movie is essentially. Yeah. Um, and one of them might have been counter might mm-hmm. so it could be that everybody playing is working towards the same goals of being like surviving but you get a bonus if you end with one of every type of weapon or something like that right but there is a possibility that one of the people is working in a counterintuitive like against pe- so you're never quite sure uh-huh <laughs> you're never quite sure if one person is working against you or if everybody's working together yeah because <laughs> <laughs> it was like if you had five people if you had four people, I think you had six objectives, and one of them was counter. Was counter. So there's there was a chance that everybody was working together. Yeah. But also, it's like everybody was also working towards their own goal. Mm-hmm. So sometimes they might do something that looks counter against it, but yeah, it's actually it's... like, no, we just I just need to end with more fuel. Yeah. <laughs> and also, you like had to vote on different things of like keeping people in and all that stuff. It was it was actually a pretty good game. It just took a lot of setup. Yeah. Cuz I like a lot. Yeah, some of, of those board games are really sweet, but then you once you win the game, it's like, okay, let's spend another hour and a half putting it all back and then yeah, we'll so, spend another hour and a half opening it back up if we ever play again. Yeah, that's why I, I like the PC versions of board yes. games. <laughs> yes. It's like, oh man, I hope that, this game looks amazing. I hope it gets extremely popular so I get a version of it that requires no setup. What was really nice was uh the Sentinels of the Multiverse PC game mm. because it did all the rules for it. Oh, yeah. So it's just like, because there's so, uh, uh, in Sentinels, there's a lot of like 
add one here, add one here, add an extra damage to this, mm. subtract damage to that. But like it figured out all those things for you. Yeah, it did the calculations. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah. Uh, so it's like uh, speaking of this episode, at the end of each, it's like we know it's moving towards the end of the first arc. Yeah, there's no way that you can stretch this out much farther. Yeah, I they know. They found the base. Arc's already uh, running, and Fu is leading Ames to the base from yeah. what we saw of the preview think maybe that's what it seemed like yeah it's not exactly you know there's no there's no telling i don't think that's actually the base that was just where they wanted to lead them because yeah i mean that could be also that it's just the uh they wanted them being near the arc for when they activated it right they both want to drop by then blah, blah, blah. they wanted to draw them all in but yeah so uh and yeah we had a new writer uh new enemy writer last episode that got destroyed mm-hmm. very anticlimactic Maybe, but it's a dodo rider, yeah. so it's just like I would say we still have one more um clone, right? The fifth Yeah, but that was for, for the dodo Yeah, to, to to get the dodo prepared so he can use it as a rider. But now I'm just wondering if that's ever gonna come back into play or if he's done. Yeah, who knows? Yeah, I have no idea. It's Izukagi? I, I, the guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's been so long I can't remember his name. Yeah, it was Common Rider. Yeah. Ikikagi, I think it's something like that. Um, so yeah, we got a, a lot of questions and then like the still the whole thing of like what's going on with Yua. Yeah, and we're yeah, Yua, what's going on with uh uh Guy. Yeah. And we also have one more member of Metsubo Jinrai that we don't know. Yeah. So that could be Guy, it could be anybody. Yeah. But uh but yeah, it could could be, you know, could be Izu. Ooh, no, that'd be that'd be kind of disappointing. But also yeah. I don't yeah. think I'd hate it. It'd just be very interesting. I still think it would be cool if there was two Isus, like a bad Isu yeah, and a bad good Isu. 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 It's her sister, like literally her other half yeah. of one giant program. <laughs> yeah, the dark side of the program. Yeah. The ones for the zeros. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it's really hard to figure out what's going on. So the, the nice thing is it does feel like the form bloat is kind of taken out mm-hmm. because it's like moving towards... Um, the form bloat felt really bad when, I mean, we're still getting like a new form or a new thing every episode, but it felt really bad when it was a new form, like every episode. And also it was the same thing every episode of him just selling a human gear. Yeah. I'm, I'm okay with getting a new form or a new power up every episode. If the story is like moving along. Also. Yes. Yes. We hundred percent agree. Yeah. yeah. Cause, um, and I guess the other burning questions, uh, it's like, it, is this the end for you as advancement as a writer? Like, has she reached the, the end of her like is she gonna get a mid-season does she need a mid-season you know yeah especially because female writers are kind of rare to begin with yeah uh and it's not like she's like the center of the story or anything like uh she's important but yeah. like is she important enough to get a mid-season yeah i don't know like I, on, on one hand i kind of hope so she's like gets a mid-season and that's it <laughs> yeah at the very least if they're gonna if they're gonna stop is what i'm saying like i don't know if she'll get a mid-season but it's just like I don't. I do know, of course, Arut is going to get a final form. Of course, he hasn't had a final form yet, and I think I've seen it. Um, and I'm pretty sure that Fool will probably get a final form. Okay. Well, you know that that I would 100. percent I would feel cheated if he doesn't get um one that doesn't just destroy his body. Like because I think that was the thing about a soul of his. It was like not only did he have to force it in the way that he forced shooting wolf, but it's also like extremely taxing. Well, that that was the same thing as. That show so is uh yeah but it, but in, in the in a different way because this was made for um humagear it wasn't necessarily made for it wasn't even made for humagear it was made for metsubo jinrai yeah so you see my point is it's like yeah so it's like 
there's also the thing is like because it's not like he's forcing compatible tech that he's locked out of. He's forcing incompatible tech to work for him. Yeah. Um, he's forcing stuff that was designed for a human gear to use. Yeah. Uh, or or they might just forget about it. <laughs> yeah. The, you know, it, it is what it is. He might just overpower by the the pure power of his own rage. But I, I, I guess what I'm saying is I would I would be, I'm, in short, I am hopeful that he gets a fine. And yeah. that this isn't the pinnacle of. of no, I'm pretty sure he gets a form beyond, um, beyond this one. Uh, but he'll. But that'll probably be much later on. Usually, they don't get their final forms till at least over halfway, like three quarters of the way through the show. That makes sense. Or two thirds, more like two thirds, um, because they want to have it. They want to have the final form, but they also want to like have it around long enough to sell the toys for it. Mm-hmm. And that's the, the other thing is we always have to remember is like it's all run by the the toy factor. Yeah, and we know that at some point we're gonna hit a uh, part of the story that's kind of clipped along or just cut out yeah it's like we're gonna at some point this is gonna be but that was in the 30s yeah so and it's such a good story it's gonna be it's a kind of a bummer i'm already i'm pre-bummed out you don't even know i don't like, even like, know how it's gonna work out and i don't I'm think i'll even out. tell you we'll just watch it and you'll be, I'll be, I'll be like oh no this is where they did it yeah i mean <laughs> it, it explains it might be like remember what happened like i didn't tell you what was going to happen in uh 71 I just let you watch the episode, and you're like, this episode was horrible. Like, yeah. The guy broke his leg, and you're like, that's actually not that bad. Actually. It's like, oh, okay, yeah, actually good for... Yeah, I, I don't want to know the exact time that it happens, but uh, yeah. I want to see if I can point it out and be like, oh, this is kind of well, slammed. There are a couple of um, clip shows, sort of, um, but with, like, an extra scene or two here. Like, mm-hmm. we have to, like... Because there was two weeks, I think it was two or three weeks, where they had to release something in the time slot mm. but they weren't filming anything new right but those like clip show recap episodes do have extra scenes in them so we might watch them yeah we'll watch them it's like one of them is just like here's the aims recap i think it was and like here's the uh bad guy recap okay so it's like yeah, this is how we got to here but it's like them talking about things yeah from their point of view yeah. which it, by itself that's interesting especially cuz it's like by the time we get there it's been, it'll be a while since we've seen it yes when we're binging it you just you hate recap episodes when you're binging something yeah i mean you hate recap episodes anyways yeah every, in general but sometimes you're just like yeah whatever every now and then it's done right but i would say 99% of the time ever tell you about the tedious the final episode of liar king I think so. The final episode of the first season of Liar, uh, Liar Game was three hours long. Okay. It was a recap of the entire season. Okay. But there was extra scenes thrown in, so you had to you watch, had the, to inti- watch it. the entire three hour. Somebody needs to make an abridged version of that. I think it was when it was, because re- I watched the broadcast version. I think they did fi- fix it for the end because um, it was like two hours was the recap, and the final hour was the like final episode but <laughs> jeez but it was like you got to see extra scenes in the recap of uh other characters reacting to the events yeah that was like so it's like oh i have at first i was gonna fast forward it until i saw my the first one of those i'm like you're like no i have to, I have watch, to watch them all three hour thing oh <laughs> But the, th- the worst part was is I knew it was going to be three hours, and so I was psyched for, like, a three-hour finale for this show. And uh-huh. we were just like, this is just a recap. <laughs> so uh, hopefully it won't be like that. Yeah. You know, um, I've been waiting for this all week, uh, Zero One's probably uh, the most intriguing for me well, at the moment. Well, because it's, like, 
it's near the end of this arc. Yeah. Like it's, so it's, it's like really it's, crunchy. It's like really like juicy. In there. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's uh choice choice. So it's <laughs> crunchy. It's juicy. It's like fried chicken right now. Mm-hmm. It's just like good fried chicken. Arsh, and we just ate fried chicken. But, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's why it's why it just makes so much sense. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, anything else? Any other guesses before we go watch this? Um, I mean, I'm kind of hopeful that Fua and, uh, Arto, like rekindle that friendship that they, it was brewing. It was getting real close to them being because they were they were like uh, relying on each other more. The partnership was, uh, you know, starting to form. There's some mm-hmm. trust there. And then now it's like, no, I don't need humor. I don't need laughter. Yeah, I don't need laughter. I, I don't need, need anything. joy. I just need rage. Yeah. And uh, I mean, I, I remember seeing um, Arto looked a little worried. I'm wondering if I, I don't know if it'll be this episode, but hopefully in the next couple that resolves in a way where they're on the same page. You know, like they, they, they their core beliefs are going to be different regardless, which yeah. is, you know, love human gears versus let's just destroy them and be done with it. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's kind of, I don't, I don't really know what my thoughts are exactly or how to formulate them at this exact moment, but I think you get what I'm saying. Oh, okay. Uh, Ikazan, Ikazuchi? Yeah, Ikazuchi. It's Iz- the same as the blade for uh, Espada. Oh, um, it was also a uh, Japanese destroyer. Yeah, like, like a, a, a god ship. of destruction. No, Japanese destroyer, like a ship. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, uh, made in nineteen the nineteen thirties. Uh, it translates to thunder. Okay. Yeah. Kazuji. Makes perfect sense. Four ships have been called it. So it's like uh, the second or third, or is it just like a? No, they've they've all had the name. Okay. They've all had that the name until. Because Ikazuchi Junior does not sound intimidating. No, I think it's just one woman's deacon mission. They reset. Yeah. Now. Carry on that battleship spirit. Yeah, it's it's all sorts of different things. It's actually it looks like it was uh one of the characters from uh, uh Gonkol. Yeah, no, uh, it's a fact. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yep. Okay, so we we're gonna go watch that. Mm-hmm. Okay, and we are back. You know. Zero One's not one to, like, give you any breathers. No. It's not even, like, previously on. It's just, like, we don't have time for that crap. Yeah, no time for that. We're lucky we had an intro at the beginning for of this, sure. in this episode. Um, not just overlaid on something that's going on. Uh, I, I think probably next episode will be. They probably won't have an uh, intro. Yeah. I told you about... Uh, Especially because with the way things are going, if the intro is just not going to stand the test of time. Like, I feel like they're going to have to have a new intro. Well, like, so I think there's, like, a some sort of like contract thing with the songs they have to like be in every episode so like sometimes they just like throw them in there like they don't have to have the opening like credit sequence but they just have to have the song in every episode right part of like i think the contract or whatever but so there was like it almost felt like it was probably less but it felt like half of uh xa episodes didn't have an opening and so they would just have to shoehorn in this like song in it sometimes, and it was just like like in the middle of a scene, or, or just like in like a, a like an intense moment, and it's just like exercise, exercise, no, <laughs> and it's just like so, I think hmm. someone just died. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think we were supposed to have dramatic sad music here. I'm kind of confused, but we have to have music, so you know. <laughs> anyway, so it just it just straight up starts out. Yeah, it's like immediately you're they're at Ames, kind of in a briefing room, and they're like, "Look, I we're gonna attack, so I need everyone ready to mobilize." We know they're in Daybreak Town. Yeah, we found them. Like, it's no secret. Yeah, we weren't sure where they were before, but now we know they're in this generalized location, and we can go there. Right. And, and so, uh, 
you know, of course they all agree because he's the he's the boss. And then you was looking at Funa, and he's like, "Look, I'm sorry." She says to him, uh, "Look, there might be mass casualties. Are you sure you're fit for this?" Yeah, because like, I mean, remember he was spitting up blood like the end of last episode. Honestly, he's it's kind of a, I feel like it should be a meme if it's not a meme, but it, he it, has it, been it, injured since like episode seven or eight. Spitting up blood at his move, man. <laughs> yeah, like he's went through surgery and all this stuff. He's never once not been injured since he got. Pretty much dunked on by Hirobi. Yeah. Like kicked through the throat. <laughs> just like every episode. It's just like, you realize you're still injured from last time. Yeah. <laughs> still limping. He's got a cane or whatever. And he's just like, just transform. It'll keep you together. Yeah. Yeah, that's the trick. <laughs> yeah, the, com- the trick is just using the suit as a compression bandage. <laughs> and then uh, while she's talking to him, he's got, I don't know if you saw it, but there's like seven or eight energy drinks. Yeah. <laughs> he's just like chugging them, he's slamming them. pounding em. these energy drinks. And, uh, so it goes to Jin Hurobi. Mm-hmm. Well, it goes to Jin. Yeah. And he's like got the dodo key and he's kind of like putting it in a pile of rocks. They're on top of a building or something. Yeah, it's like a, a memorial thing. I mean, if you've ever seen uh, Serenity or I think even in, in Star Wars, they do it. Where just it's like, just like, make a, like it's a, a little r- pile of rocks and they're like burying things. Yeah, like a rock memorial. And Hurobi comes up and he's like, so what are you doing? And he says, I'm making a grave for uh little assassin, little assassin and, and big bro a big bro and he's just like so did you read about that and and yeah. then he's just like he just goes over and he like kicks the things like yeah. quit parroting humans we're not human yeah he just goes like straight up beach jock and kicks down this little kid's sandcastle like which is which is a grave yeah <laughs> but uh he does have a point there. He's like, we think we're better than humans. Stop doing what they do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's all the will. They they serve their purpose. and For the will of art. Yes. Um, And then it goes to a very different version of the sequence where it's... uh, yeah, Aruto visiting his family grave. Yeah. And I'm sitting here going, huh? Why? Like, why all of a sudden? Well, this was... Like, was this something he was intending to do several episodes ago? or? Well, so it's like... December, and so it's 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 uh like New Year's is like a family holiday. Mm. So I don't know if they're trying to do something like that. Um, because I just felt like it's a bit of it, I just felt like it was kind of a fourth scene where they're trying to show you a parallel between what both sides are doing in this case. To be fair, they just lost he just lost somebody that he called a brother like two minutes ago. Yeah, and, and Izu lost a brother like last week. Yeah. No, I, I understand how it can tie in. I just feel like the, uh, and this is something that's happened on every common Rider so far. It just, it oh. is what it is where. Okay. So the motives um, are. His human gear dad on, uh, dad died on December 12th, 2nd. Oh, okay. So, so yeah, it's like it's, a week difference from when this aired. Right. So that's about, that, that, that makes sense. Good so enough like, for me. They were doing, um, somebody like, Screen caps it and jittle the thing. So this is, is interesting just to look through. So it's a, it's family grave. Mm. And so what it has is it has uh, Ichiko Hiden on March 8th, 2000, uh, 1993. Okay. Now, based on the layout of all of these, I would say that's his grandmother. Okay. Because next it has uh, Shoei Hiden and Yoshino Hiden that both died on July 25th, 1997. So I'm... And... uh. Shoei Hiden is Arta's biological, his father. Mm-hmm. So that would be Arta's father and mother died at the same time. Right. Same day, car accident, whatever. Right. Big explosion, whatever. Uh, so we know at least he is 22 years old. 
<laughs> he cannot be less than that. Yes. <laughs> so his mom and his dad died at the same time. Probably car accident. That's yeah. the usual thing. Um, ski trip. Yes. Yeah, gone wrong. Trip. So, uh, why do we still go skiing? It's so perilous. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> drive to and from. Uh, is it uh, Shore Hiden, quote unquote, Humagear? Yes. It actually says, quote, Humagear died on December 2nd, 2007. Okay. Which would have been the Dave Wright incident. Right. Um, and then uh, Kyonesuke Hiden, which is his grandfather, died on August 30th, 2019. Right. So, he was raised, um, he was raised at least by a, a human year for 10 years. 10 years. Um, and then his dad died 12 years later. A second time. Oh, his, gran- no, his dad <laughs> his died. His granddad, yeah. His granddad died 10, ten years later. So this, it's it's very interesting just to look at it because then we know that like his parents died most likely in an accident of some sort. Right. Mass assassination, whatever. Um, right. But they died unexpectedly together probably. Uh-huh. And then he was raised by a human gear who got blowed up on at the daybreak incident and his grandfather died in August. Mm-hmm. So, uh, anyways, he's going there. So yeah, it makes sense that he would be going there. Cause his, his dad's around the time, yeah. around the time that his, his human gear dad died, but we get the opening. Well, there's a whole thing at the grave first. Isn't uh, you know, no, you're right. It goes to the opening. Cause he's, it just shows that it's the human right. family grave. And then it goes to the opening and then it comes right back to the grave. Yeah. With him kind of kneeling there and, uh, paying respects. Yeah. Uh, Subaru, which is the younger astronaut brother, yeah, is like, wait, does that the, the human gear is buried here? And he's like, oh, a couple components are here. You know, arm leg <laughs> parts. I mean, he was blown up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and this, this is like, he's is like, re- I, I just don't understand. Like, what's the point? Yeah, it's like human gears are machines. Just replace them. Whatever. Yeah, and, and he's, and he's like, saying well, this as a human gear. Yeah, he's like, well, that's you know, he's family, and both well, you he, and he, Izu are my family, also. Well, he 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 points out something really interesting. It's like one of the he's. He wants people to understand, like, he's like, the reason why I consider human gear my family is because my grandfather made all human gear. Yeah. You know, they're the creations of my grandfather, which makes them, like, part of the family. Yeah. It's like, and he, yeah, he specifically says both you and Izu are like my family and just like your big brother. No, he said even your big brother yeah. is. And he's, he's like, like, holding onto a, his shoulders. And, and he's he, like, he's, he's part of the family, too. Yeah. And Subaru kind of looks away and he's like, no, he's not my big bro anymore. He betrayed us. He betrayed us. He's trash. He was just just broken. (laughs) And he's like, no. Um, Like, even when he was, yeah. Even though he was broken. Even though he's broken, he was still part of the family, which makes me wonder that, like, like, does he consider Horovi part of the family? I don't know. I mean, Jin, I feel like Jin most likely not, yeah. uh, because he was made by Horobi, the big grandson. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, distant relative. <laughs> you're like, if you keep going out far enough, you're just gonna be connected to everybody. Technically, <laughs> would that make him his his? Okay, so like Horobi would be his brother because it's made by his grandfather. No, that would make him his uncle. His uncle. So that means this would make it Jin his cousin. His cousin. <laughs> yeah. But uh, <laughs> so, anyways, with like dotted lines and squirrely cues and the family tree and all this stuff. Um, so when he says to Sabaro that you know you're you still family, even yeah. though he's broken, he's still your big brother. Uh, Izu's eyes flash blue because she has and she has a memory of Wazu. Wazu, and she's like, yes, a brother is an important person. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, oh, you're getting it, man. Yeah. Do you want to? Do you want to pay your respects? <laughs> no. Basically, he's like. He doesn't say you want to pay your respects. He's like, you should pay your respects. Like, now you're part of the family. You should be paying your respects to this grave. Yeah, she's like, oh, okay. <laughs> At which like, point. part of the family. Do the duty. And this causes Subaru's eyes to flash blue, but also like pain. Like now that he's 
realized. Well, yeah, because all of a sudden now he has the emotions of the fact of like, holy crap, my brother's dead. Uh, yeah. he, he, he has the concept of a brother and the loss of a brother all in one instant. Right. <laughs> that's, that's like, that's pretty light. <laughs> be like, it would be like, uh, I always think if somebody comes up to be like, dude, you have superpowers, but you, they, they quit like they expired last week. Right. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> No. Because you didn't use them, they expired last week. Yeah, you just had to use them one time to lock it in, <laughs> and you never did. It's like all you, it's like now you got to resend the verification code and <laughs> sign back up. It's like there was the whole story with uh, uh, like Highlander, mm. the Immortals and Highlander, how their age gets locked in when they die for the first time. Yeah, and it's like, and there was, I think there was one in the series who was like really old. When he's, he like, died. he's like, wish I, I had known. <laughs> yeah, I wish I would have died when I was like twenty five yeah. instead of eighty four. So how nice it would have been to not live a good long life. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, uh, they're getting singularity. Um, yeah, and so if they aren't now, if they haven't just reached it, they are reaching singularity. So Arto is like trying to console um, Subaru. And uh, Izu gets a message saying Ames is on the move. Yep. And this is actually one of the cool things. It's like Subaru is just, uh, not Subaru, uh, Arata is like, oh, I, I gotta go. Because <laughs> he wants to like console Subaru, but he's like, I gotta, this thing I gotta yeah, do. It's kind of important, kind of pressing. Yeah. So then it goes to basically what it is, is the Ames thing. And, and so they're mobilized on the bridge. They're mobilized on the bridge. Uh, it's Fua and Yua and a bunch of Ames soldiers. And, um, gives the speech gives the speech none of them believe you're alive yeah wipe them out it's like all right every last one and uh uh obviously Jin and Hirobi pop out because they were wait- waiting for this yeah they're, um, like, they're like oh so Ames is mobilized finally and so so you're all here Hirobi's like this was part of the this was well within the parameters yeah like, and they pull out their belts this isn't unusual they transform and then this is when um you it's like it's like Cover me. And yeah. She's like, what? Yeah. She's like, no, you're just going to get in my way out there if you, pe- you know, uh, too oh, injured or yeah, pass out. Or- yeah. So she goes out and transforms. And uh, of course, um, ain't nobody going to break th- the mass stride. Yeah. Fu is just like, no, <laughs> kill you all. Forces open the assault wolf, transforms, and just rushes in to be going like all on. And so he is focusing on uh, Jin right now. Mm hmm. Which I don't understand. I mean, I understand for the concept of the story later on, but it, yeah. in my mind, I think that it kind of comes up in this letter. But uh, he should be more focused on Horobi. Horobi, yeah, because Horobi is like the arbiter of Daybreak Town. Or and yeah, he, like he's been seen, yeah. as the guy like in suit in the location of Daybreak Town yeah. well before Jin even existed, and he's the one that injured him. But it, it could be um, possible that he's going after Jin first because Jin just moves quicker. Yeah, take out the small fry so he can get the yeah. big fry later. Yeah. Um, you know, it's hard to say. Pick off the weaker one because he's just going ballistic. I mean, he's not actually thinking straight. Right. You know. Yeah. If we we established that like for his entire existence as a character. Right. But and <laughs> right now he's consumed with rage and he's he's weakened. He's kind of like a cornered tiger, but he's the one Jin doing is the cornering. Redder. So maybe just running towards the brighter color. <laughs> yeah, just, he's just seeing red and going for it. Well, um, so, so hor- the first, my first criticism of the scene was that was that Ames was not firing. Like they have all these soldiers ready with guns and stuff, and I was about to be like, "Are you serious right now? What the hell are you guys even doing here? Like, who were you planning to shoot at if not these two? And then that's when they started fi- shooting. Then they started firing because uh, 
they were like literally uh, Fu and you were just standing in between them. So I guess yeah. they had to wait till they got a clear shot. But pretty much as soon as they started firing, Jin, Jin's just like, okay, well, I'm going to use my uh, wing blades and, and just like destroy your whole army in one yeah. swing. <laughs> and so uh, it's like, why did you even bring these people? You knew yeah. this was going to happen. Who were they? I guess they could take on the, the Magia, the Magia. Yeah, like yeah. The, uh, the little the guys. Trilobites. Yeah, the trilobites, exactly. They're all Magia. Yeah. The trilobites, yeah. So they, um, uh, and so it's Jin and Fua who is like, he could, if he was at full strength, he totally would win. Oh, for sure. But he's like every five seconds reeling in pain. For yes, he's either grabbing his heart or he's like stumbling around or it's like there's electricity crackling. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Hirobi is working Yua. Yeah. Like every time you think she might have a chance, he's like, suddenly here's my bow in your face. And yeah kick you over there well she's just like she's like so much lower on the power scaling than the than there because hirobi like started out at mid-season upgrade level yeah <laughs> and so he's about to do the final shot on you uh when arto's in with the safe with shining hopper yeah shining hopper and this is actually a cool move because like it's like the the effect of shining hopper is expensive yeah so they this may make credence to the thing of like the effect was only something Aruto could see. Yeah. Because what it is, is it's just Aruto appearing wherever he needs to be to, like, deliver yeah. a blow. He's moving too fast. I, I kind of felt like that was all, like, the program in the suit. Like, yeah. you were seeing the location, like, where it's doing the data and deciding this is the best place to attack. Yeah. And, yeah, which is kind of cool. Um, but, yeah, no, <laughs> in the way that you was getting worked by Hirobi, Hirobi is getting worked big time by, like, ours. Yeah, and like so he, no... like, he shoots him with the shotgun blast thing uh-huh. at the the what is it called it's like a i know it's like yeah the, the from the new gun that he got yeah i can't remember what it was called um it's not like impact something or other is it authorized buster okay yeah the authorized buster because he uses the uh his key to authorize he uses it like a key authorizes it with the belt mm-hmm. and he hits him with the shoot weapon and he knocks Hirobi down yep and he, he he's there he's on a, a like a higher level like he's still on the bank of the bridge, kind of. Well, they're like in, they're on like cliffs and stuff. Yeah. Like that. So he's like on an upper level. Well, there's like a cliff. It's like the lake that is Daybreak Town. Mm-hmm. And there's like several layers of like cratering, I guess. Yeah. Because it's supposed to have been a big bomb site. Right. And um, so on the ledge below, uh, it's a quarry. They're fighting in a quarry. Yeah. <laughs> Gene's about to get taken up by Fua. Fua is like, he's got him down and he's charging up his. Uh, Fua goes to do his final attack. And he, he's like, yeah, I already took out the thunder guy so now it's your turn to yeah i took out thunder smash and now it's <laughs> and i totally thought at first he was just having a full-on heart attack i didn't realize his attack was still going on yeah because like, he, like he, he goes to start it and then yeah. he's like Ugh! and he's like no i will kill you and, <laughs> and, and he does, uh, he so hirobi goes into you know bullet time well he goes to, <laughs> to look at it the arc. and then he goes up into the arc like we've seen that like uh the, well just episode one with aruto with the training yeah he went it up to uh what is the the name of their satellite? There's the Ark and what is their satellite? Uh oh, uh, Zeta. Yeah, I remember it being something with a Z, but I was about to say Zaya, and I'm, I'm like, no, that's the corporation. I think it's Zeta. I had to fight myself not to say that. Yeah. So he when uh, Arthur went up to Zeta, he's going to the Ark, and the Ark like shows him something, and he's just like, if that's the will of the Ark, then and so then, be it. Yeah. And then he comes out and he jumps down, pushes. A gin out of the way and takes the shot, and it's just like slammed across the water to the other side of it. Oh, yeah. He gets basically a, um, if you've ever played Final Fantasy X, eject shot. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. He gets a eject shot to the face. Okay. But it's like a light, you know, glowing lightning kick of destruction. With like a lightning wolf head thing attached to the end. It's, it's vicious. That's pretty sweet. 
And so uh, Jin's like, Hurobi, and he flies over there. And then... Uh, and Hurobi's, like, tore up. Like, he can see his machinery inside and yeah. all that. Uh, no getting up from that one. And then... Uh, Fu down, Fu down. Fu down, Fu down. I was like, I got him. <laughs> Dehension. Got him. So Blood this is actually like show, him showing that he got Hirobi, who would, who should, he should have been his, his target from the yes. show. So this is actually pretty good that it was, he's actually glad that he got him. And not, yeah, he was more happy that he got the big one instead of the little one. And so uh, Jin is like over on Hirobi. Hirobi's all torn up. His, he's like sections of his face, man. He's, he's, t- he's, he's uh, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Terminator, face all exposed to metal. And he's uh, Jin's like Hirobi, and then for some reason, Izu came comes over like ten feet away. Yeah, <laughs> and she's like, oh, she's smiling. Oh, the lead, the leader of Metsubo Jinai, Hirobi, is down. And Jin's just like, why are you smiling? Why are you smiling? Why, you're here too. Why are you smiling? Yeah, your friend is is injured here and because so, Humagears are friends. Yeah, yeah. and he uh, impales her. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he stabs her with like uh, he tendrils her, which is what they normally would do to like hack them but he just uses it to like yeah just pale, to stab her stab her and pale it through and Arto's on the other side he's like yeah and he goes over comes down slices it he slices it with the attaché caliber but immediately throws it down to catch her as she's falling and then like rips out the tendril and then dehensions yeah he dehensions uh i think to touch her with his fingers <laughs> like it's I like mean, easy way and then she slowly says peasant Arta and then like closes her eyes and like yeah like her eyes are um they're they're blue, but they're flashing like yeah. on and off, like the lights dying, you know, and they go all black. And, she and then uh, Jin picks up her robe and just walks into the water. Yeah, he's like um, almost crying. Yes, he's not he's crying. Still, he's still transformed. So yeah, the funny thing is, is, I know what this scene is supposed to be. It's supposed to be him walking into the the lake that is Daybreak Town to go to their base and stuff. Yeah, but. They don't establish that this is like a big lake. It looks like he's just walking into a puddle, or yeah. like a really like a a pool or something. Yeah, it's <laughs> almost like he was intending to walk off, and he's oh oh I'm, yeah, I'm waist deep in water now, and that's what he's crying about. It's <laughs> <laughs> in my boots. No, I, <laughs> I know the idea. Is, uh, the idea is that they're supposed to. He's supposed to be walking to where their base is under the water, right? Because they don't breathe. Um. So then it cuts to guy. Who's playing uh, a game of chess with himself? Because because obviously he's the only person who can is smart enough to play against himself. Right, and he just he just checkmated himself, and he's laughing about how easily Metsubo Jinrai was so taken care of. So there's two things it could have been. I, I it it might have been a queen that he moved over to the edge. Yeah, and sometimes it's hard to tell because different, uh, different different chess sets, be- different pieces. The other thing that could have been interesting about this scene is if it was. A pawn oh, that yeah. had moved to all the way to the other side of the board, and it would be upgraded to yeah. an additional piece, which is what is going to happen. It, to yeah, it's Jin. it's definitely um uh symbolic of like what's the hap- pawn Jin becoming becoming a higher level piece and stuff like that. Right. So that's what I was thinking. I'm like, either he just like checkmated, or he's like made the perfect move and he's upgrading a piece right. to another level. Yeah, I kind of like that better. Yeah, it's just yeah, it's kind of hard to tell just by looking at it. I yeah, mean, I mean, it, I'm sure if we actually paused and like look at all the other pieces, yeah, but it was like because there's been a few times that we could have seen yeah, it. But it's also a game like mostly through play because there's like pieces from both sides off to the board mm-hmm. and different things. But anyways, I like the concept of like he's playing this game and he's he has maneuvered it so that this pawn has upgraded to a higher level piece. Right. Um, but yeah, he's he's laughing about how easily Metsubo Jinrai was taken care of, and Yu is like, I disagree. There was a lot of casualties. Yeah. Um, Fu was extremely injured. This also proves that all these pe- that they are not human gears that they're working with. These are actually just people in yeah, armor, human beings that are because injured. It, because it like 
it shows a scene of like a bunch of the soldiers all like yeah beat up, bandages blood everywhere because we were wondering if like those were human gear or if yeah they were, but they're just like humans that like were armored pieces and stuff yeah. like that tactical gear and so guy is just like eh, it's worth so it's like that's it's a price of progress. Yeah, the, you guys are showing. So it's like it's so, what he's doing. He's demonstrating. Yeah, it's a weapons demonstration. It was a weapons. This whole thing almost is like a weapons demonstration of the common rider system, pretty much. Yeah, which has been the thing that's happened in other series before, where right. like um, common rider is actually like a weapon system that's been designed and is like it's just the hero has the best one. Or yeah, if knows. anything, it's the truest form because that's what the cyborgs were. Yeah, uh, from the first season. Yeah, just weaponized for evil. Yeah. But, and so it's uh, just like you're trying, you're creating the new mythology of Common yeah. Rider. Yeah, you're just basically making a new myth. And yeah. she just says, "I understand," and leaves. Clearly unhappy. Yeah. Um, but in a way that your Guy boss isn't. Care. Yeah. <laughs> Guy doesn't care because he's like, I don't. She's care. not openly rebelling against him. Yeah. At this point, she's doing what I want her to do. I don't care. Um, <laughs> and uh, Guy says, "Okay, well, it's time to." I think he says something about moving on. Um, he, it, he we're seems- going to. Yeah, he says soon the arc will rise, uh, and, and, and it's, things things will progress quicker by nine hundred ninety nine percent quicker because they're one percent now. So that means it'll be a thousand percent. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so then it cuts to like a pretty uh, intense scene where yeah, like it, he uh, Arto puts Izu on this table. Arto and Super is there also. Yeah, and he's like ripping open. Uh, the stomach section of her dress to see the wound better. And and Super's like, what are you doing? He's like, we're going to repair her. And he, and he like, runs over to the tools. And we know that Aratu has no skills. None whatsoever. And to make it matters worse, it's like the tools are uh, put up on the wall. Uh, they're like very magnetized. easily seen. Yeah. So if you're looking for a specific tool, you should already see it. But he's just like grabbing handfuls of all of them. And then he slips on the, de- uh, and like, on the table and like falls down. And it's just like in frustration. He's like, I can't, I don't know what to do. Right. And, or if and, I just take a wrench, I should be able to fix things. <laughs> and then just add salt on the wound. That's when the the uh, vice president walks Comes in. in. Who this scene with the vice president is what I've been wanting for the vice president the whole time. Yes, yeah, he basically quotes uh, something the president said, the old president, which was basically it was what was in his will. It was yeah, which was that there's um, there's a big this? danger coming. I think I wrote it down. Maybe um, I mean. The company will face danger. Yeah, yeah. In the near future, the company will, will be in danger. So be danger. prepared. So be Something prepared. like that. And so he's like, "Okay, well, this is what it is." But uh, was the was that okay? Just to stop, was that quote in the movie or was that in the series? That was in the series. That was the um. That was in the will that said whoever is the president has to be common writer. Okay. Yeah, I was just trying to remember if they're like trying to pull stuff in because I, I kind of want the movie to be continued. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, yeah. right? Just trying to look. It's like ah, dra- grabbing a straw. I think it might have been in both, but yeah. Yeah, um, that, that'd probably be. It makes more sense. Yeah. So it was. It was like that was part of the will mm-hmm. that the company was going to be in great danger, so we need the common writer to be president. Right. Um. And uh, he, he, he's he, just like I. It's like I. I've I've more important things to deal with them right now. I have to fix Izu and, and like, they're like, what's it matter? We can just replace her. And then like they all all three of them, um, that is the VP, his assistant, and then his actual human gear assistant. Which so is, it's like the secretary and then the assistant, uh, Shasta. Shasta. And and yeah, she's like, it's just a human gear, just replace her. And yeah. even Shasta was here. He's like, yeah, I can do a we can get a replacement immediately. Immediately, we make these things. Yeah, and he's like, no, this is uh, she she. I have to save her. She was just now understanding family. She's part of my family. And he's like, he basically begs them to he's please just, help. He's just let me, he's just basically, also, he doesn't ask them to help. He asks them to not get yeah, in the way. Right. I mean, that's close enough, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. 
and but and, he bows to them. It's very formal. Yeah, and the secretary is just like we're holding an emergency meeting tomorrow mm-hmm. with the shareholders to determine if we're going to keep you around. Yep. Which blows my mind that this is actually something that can happen in like a real. Yeah. I was just watching um the original uh Sam Raimi Spider Man. Uh huh. And like in that movie. They're about like pushing Norman Osborn out of his company. And yeah, stuff like that. and then and it's they, just like he's like, "Nope, I'm gonna go Green Goblin on you." Yeah, but it's just like it just blows my mind that that could happen, mm-hmm. it, and that does happen it in does real happen. life. Yeah, that someone builds a company up from nothing and they go public, so they get capital to build it up, which gets stockholders to like get a push in the company, and then eventually they get so much power in the company that they can sell Oops. a company you made and fire you. Yeah, <laughs> like wait a minute, what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. But yeah, so it's like basically they're they're like well, that's why the concept of keeping fifty one percent shares is so uh, important. Yeah, because otherwise you can the the fifty one percent can gather together and vote you out. Yeah, yeah. So uh, and and like even sometimes they they uh, certain bylaws that they can you can still have partial ownership of the company, but you cannot be in charge of the company anymore. Right. And so it's like all these different <laughs> things. So uh, this is like. He has uh, problems going on with all of his company. Yeah, it's like this. everything that could go wrong is going but yeah, wrong this at is this the part, exact moment. The, the, this type of thing was what I was hoping for the vice president the whole time. Yeah. I mean, he should have been a, a stronger antagonist up yeah. to now. But I um, I think what happened is is that I think he's a bigger actor. Oh, you think so? Yeah. That makes sense. Kind of like Sophia in, in Saber right now. Yeah, it's like he, the, we're the, assuming she has other stuff going on. Yeah. So you or, see or she's like... They can only have her for so long or so many scenes. Right. Or even sometimes, like, I know in some shows it's like maybe they don't live anywhere near where the filming is going. Yeah. And so they're like, well, we'll have them for, like, these two, these this week, we'll have them for this week, and he's, like, doing something else over here or, you know. So I think that's probably why, because he seems like a more... Because he's a good actor. He is he, a good actor. Yeah, yeah. I, he seems like, a, and he seems like an established character. And I told yeah. you that, like, a lot of times I've heard it was especially I heard it a lot for like Doctor Who, but um, a lot of actors will do these kids shows because they like they want to get they want to like get big with like their kids. Yeah, I mean, uh, case in point, uh, recently, what was it? Her name is Kate Winslet. Yeah. She did. Um, starts with a d it was like a yeah, it's a popular young adult novel there's never i i never read it but it's like got a three it's a three book series your typical oh i'm trying to remember what it was it was um, like was that the one where they were like broken into different factions and then what? like rebelling against the thing defiant or yeah something like that yeah whatever yeah yeah so but the point is that the only reason she decided to do the movie is because she wanted something for her kids to brag about yeah and it worked out because it's a super series you know like a popular series yeah uh, so, i don't know if, how well the movies did but i know the books were popular yeah um, but yeah, but yeah I'm, I'm sure that's probably happens all the time in these shows where yeah. it's like, you know, um, my kid or my grandson is just at this right age. And like, if I am in the show, I'll be a hero. Yeah. I'll be the cool grandpa who's who'd like is in common rider. Yeah. You know, and I totally would do that. Oh, yeah, totally. No <laughs> yeah. question. I mean, I um, mean, we would do it just because like, do you mean common rider? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it, it's like something uh, a quote I can't put the name to, but it's like no matter how tough you are, if a little girl hands you uh, a toy phone, you answer it. Yeah. It's but, and also like because the show has been around for so long, there is many times where like an actor just is in Common Rider because they were a fan of Common Rider when they were a kid. Yeah, I mean, there's some there's some level of prestige to it too. I mean, yeah, there was uh like you're part of a club. I think you probably like, even heard about him, uh, Gatak. Uh, that sounds very familiar. He's a, he's a, he's like one of the big huge like rock stars. In, okay, yes, that's a yeah, Gak or whatever. He did the opening song for Decade. We're talking about G H A C K T, right? Yeah, yeah. He was he did the opening song for Decade. 
and he like guest starred as like the AR version of Rider Man. Oh, okay. And like he did like because he's just like a huge fan of Common Rider. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> and he like did a music video where he was like a like a Mad Max Common Rider style. Just thing. cause. Just cause. Yeah, that's awesome. Because he like his. I mean, he got paid for it, obviously. But yeah. he's like he's like I want to do this thing. You yeah, know, it's like you, you lower your price tag a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> You make time, which could be like this guy, because like Common Rider's been around for fifty years right now, right? Uh, so it's like people who, yeah, a lot of people would be that. Are, I, I don't think you could probably maybe five percent of actors in Common Rider are like older or younger than I'm sorry, yeah, are older than the series of Common Rider. Yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah, so this guy, I couldn't it, figure the, out how actor, I wanted to if he's like <laughs> say the grammar for that. Sentence. If he's like sixty years old, he was ten years old when Common right. Rider started. Right, exactly. So you know, perfect. So, you know, these people who've like, and it's a thing that's been in their history and all that stuff. So, um, but, uh, yeah, yeah, this is the speaking of which this is like the idea I had for the vice president as an antagonist for him in the president role. Right. And the thing is, and the interesting thing is, even though he's the antagonist in Arto's story, he would be the protagonist in his own sort of company like as far as he's concerned he's the protagonist of the company yeah if that makes sense yeah like, he's like i i see the best for this company right and this company is how like i feed my family yeah this company is how like thousands of people feed yeah. their family and he's been the right hand man for who knows how many years yeah so uh, and we saw in the movie he was like a great guy he was a great right hand man yeah for like the, the the other president and he also probably thinks to himself he's like why i mean i would think the same thing yeah, like, why he, is this stupid kid yeah nepotism is never i mean <laughs> like we want to root for Arto, but in reality Reality, I would be extraordinarily bitter if this kid who can't even tell jokes right is stepping into my role Yeah, when I was prepared for it Yeah, for years. <laughs> like every time I see a movie like that, I'm like, okay, I do like the main character and I want him to succeed, but I kind of wish that the slightly yuppie got what they you know they actually deserved because all the years they've been working towards it it's kind of you know hard work you should get paid off not yeah. get kind of thrown to the side remember the, the hut sucker proxy <laughs> i don't think i've seen that so the hut sucker proxy is uh i don't i don't remember his name He's, it was the same guy who was in um uh shawshank redemption okay uh and so the idea of the hut sucker proxy is this guy he's he's like fresh out of college he's in new york city like 1930s i think mm. um uh, and he's like wants to like get into big company. He goes to like the board and everything is like requires experience, requires experience, right. requires experience. And so he goes and works in the mailroom of the Huxucker Corporation. And he's just like, I got big ideas. And he's like in the company. And he's like trying to talk to one of the guys at one point. And he's just like, he's like, here, let me show you my big idea. He opens up. He opens up this little piece of paper and it's just a circle. And he's just like, you see it, you know, for the kids. And he's like, whatever. Anyways, so he is. Uh, what it what it is is that the board of directors want to sell the company, but the company is too valuable right now. Uh huh. So they need to oh, de-valu- they put in a guy that wasn't qualified, so that way people have uh, less faith in the company, so they drop stocks. So they drop stocks, so they can sell the company or buy the company. I don't yeah. remember which one it was. And it's this uh, Tim Curry. That's Tim Curry. Tim something or other. Um, and uh, it turns out that the idea was a hula hoop and it actually raises the profits and all this stuff. It's like, it's interesting. <laughs> okay, for the kids. Yeah, so you think he's just a psycho. <laughs> yeah, but it's a hula hoop. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's good. Uh, but yeah, that that was the idea of the movie. So they put this idiot in the 
uh, they think an idiot into, and come to find out he's he like raises profits. He's entirely and, qualified. He just but then he like does all this whole thing. It was like it's like a feel good movie, but also like a moral story. Yeah, about it. anyways, it's a dramatic feels good. But movie. it reminded me of like this this whole thing of like you just put this idiot kid. Yeah, in I'd be bitter. Pres- I would be bitter too. So um, so they have the power right now, and they're walking out. Like they're they're all three even power walking out of the room. They're like, like we're gonna uh, decide your fate tomorrow. You have been graced with our presence, okay. and we have spoken to you, and now we leave. Uh, <laughs> no, of course, it's still a very, um, it's a down moment for Arto, and it's like all is lost almost, but that's when Subaru's like, Hey, just you know this multi- magic printer thing we got yeah, here? Yeah, what did he call it? Like the multi-dimensional printer Multi-dimensional or printer. And he's like, what about it? He's like, hey, uh, Zeta, like, knows all this stuff. It's got all the, all the knowledge of the universe. Let's just use it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if it's, you know what I'm saying? It's, just, it's a freaking replicator. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And of course they do that, but I'm thinking, I don't know, I feel... I sniff a trap. I don't know about you, but it just seems too easy. Uh, and we don't know who the fourth member is. Yeah, so I I think this whole part here is for, um, even if Izu just comes back in the next episode, it's to have Aruto realize how dependent he actually is on Izu. I'm like, he knows, yeah. but he hasn't had to have a situation. Uh-huh. Like, um, like, spoiler alert, he gets like an upgrade in this episode, but we always have upgrades in that episode. Yeah. But this is the first upgrade that Izu hasn't given him. Yep. So it's like it shows that it's just like, yes. oh, yeah, it's like a serious business. Um, yeah, I don't know if it is a trap. I'm just saying that I was kind of anxious when I saw it happening. I'm like, oh, is this where things go to like in a, in a real way that you can't turn back from? Yeah. Because, <laughs> I mean, I mean, I don't truly believe that Izu's down and out of the show at this point. So that, I, I know she's not because yeah, but, I follow her Twitter. But so, I mean, at this I, point, <laughs> they, they put her in the, the machine. and I'm like, oh. So is she no longer going to be a good guy after this? And that's the question I have. So the the little bit of anxiety, which this is what I would probably have talked about if we somehow were managed to skip this part and talk about it at the end. But anyway, no, um, I think what it is 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 just this part is to have Arto be by himself, right? Yeah, and so that's basically the scene. The next scene it goes to the parallel again. What's happening over here at the Metsubo Jinrai base, and where Hirobi is like laying, uh, Jin is laying Hirobi down. And he says, okay, like, I'm going to ask the art to help fix you. Yeah. And the complete opposite where it's like, Hirobi's just like, don't. This is the plan, bro. This is the plan. He's like, what? What? It's like, this is why I raised you as a son. So yeah. if I, My well, son. So when I die, you get enough hatred to awaken and wipe out humanity. Yeah. And that's, speaking of singularity, like it's still kind of vague precisely what singularity yes, is. Yes, it is. And I don't think they'll ever fully explain it. Um, There's like degrees of singularity. <laughs> like up to this point, I was thinking singularity is like free will mm-hmm. in a way. Um, but now looking back, the people who have confirmed been in singularity, uh, all that's changed is that they want to do whatever it is they were designed to do. So here, here's an example. So we have the baseball basketball coach. His job is to teach basketball, right? But it's just a job. You're just a human gear doing a job. When he reaches singularity, he wants to see the children win at basketball. So now he's got he's an he's invested emotionally in teaching basketball. But his goal is still to teach basketball. So what I think they have singularity is, and then like okay, for example, with Gene before, it, just so I can finish the point. <clears throat> so Gene isn't like his job because he's raised by Hirobi is to destroy humanity. But he's not necessarily invested in destroying humanity. He's just destroying humanity because that's his job. But once Hirobi, uh, once this happens, his singularity is that he now wants to destroy humanity. So it's like, was so, that his singularity all the time? Is that so you don't, you're no I longer a slave to it? what they have is singularity is that the limit constraints they have are no longer present. Yeah, because 
at the same time, we have Izu and Subaru's eyes flashing, which means usually that so far we've seen that kind of being a sign mm-hmm. for singularity. But in this case, it's about family, which isn't so necessarily I think it's their like, job group. Because they the, the uh, they don't use singularity as like properly in the in the show. Yeah. Uh, uh, in like AI terms, the term singularity is where computers become smart enough to make themselves smarter. Okay. That's they what, can learn for their own sake. They can, they can make yeah. themselves, they can improve themselves without outside, inter, uh, outside help. Okay. So that's what singularity means. Okay. And then they obviously won't need humans anymore. That's right. the idea. So here in singularity is basically like you no longer have any constraints to complete your goal. Your goal will probably be the same, but you no longer have the constraints of someone telling you how to do it. Right. So yeah, that's what I mean. It's like, you're, it's not necessarily free will so much as like, because they all they have some form of uh, autonomy already. Yes. Yeah. You know, and nobody questions them doing it that way. But it's like because like I I always like bring back the one that they almost just saw happen mm. was uh, the nurse. Yeah. And the nurse wasn't be like, oh, I'm just going to forget you all. The nurse was just like, no, I'm going to use other medical knowledge. It's not my thing to help you. Yeah. So that she went outside of the boundaries of her programming, still going towards the same goal. Right. Okay, but that's a good like, point. But you see what I mean as far as it's like you're still your your job, your goals haven't changed. No, your so goals haven't like it, changed, but your uh your ability to do things without boundaries. Yeah. But the scary part is like what if your goals change? Yeah. I mean because so far the purpose, I mean like their purpose hasn't changed. So it's almost the question still remains can their purpose change? Yeah. Um but so basically, it was just unlocking Jin's limiter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Super Saiyan. But there was something a little bit different about like how he reacts to things later. Anyway, so Jin, um, Hirobi dies, mm-hmm. saying, "My son, my son." Um, and he's a robot, and he's a he's a robot, but he's also not a. It's not the same side of tension as with Izu, because Izu can't be copied or re-uploaded into another one. There's right. no limit for that for Jin, so Jin can be back whenever. I mean, yes. Or Roby can be back whenever. Yeah. Um, just up back next episode. Hey, you did it, boy. Yeah. <laughs> He's right. Like, You're alive. It's like I'm a robot. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, Jin has a moment where his eyes flash red, and he he's super saying super saying energies into arc, like because he's on the cables. So he yeah, so he unlimits his uh, like he, energy goes from him to Ark. So I'm guessing maybe when uh someone goes full awakened, uh they unleash a lot of power, but Hirobi was already there, so he couldn't awaken Ark then. Yeah, yeah, okay, that that could be because it, as soon as this happens, um, in a basement, like an even more basement layer than this basement mm-hmm. layer, there's like uh you see some lasers shooting and and uh an army of uh trilobites wake up. Yeah. I don't know if they were just created on the spot or if they were just laying there. I until think they were the original, uh, the, the the ones from the Daybreak incident. I mean, they're the newer version, so I don't know. But anyways, yeah, I would say because I didn't see the headgear didn't seem, but uh, the old kind. But that's like. But then there's also a whole thing of like when the, the Ark awakens, it can override all all the main programming. True, and that was the, that's because it shows up later with the Geigers, right? Which I. Honestly, we'll get to that part when the Geigers come up because yes. I have something to say about that. Um, yeah, something to say about the Geigers too. <laughs> um, so they walk. It goes back, and they're putting. Uh, yeah, Izu's in the printer now. He, he, Izu's in the printer, and uh, Subaru's like, "Hey, uh, can you uh fix Izu?" And Zed's <laughs> yeah, just like, like, "Sure, sure, okay, working on it." And then that's Arto. <laughs> Could you imagine like? The actress is playing Izu. So what am I doing today? Uh, you're sitting down with your eyes closed. Yeah. Played dead. Yeah. Ish. Uh, take a nap. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I only hope she actually got some sleep <laughs> at some point. Uh, 
I was listening to an interview with uh, Jason David Frank, who was who's uh, Tommy mm-hmm. from Power Rangers. Yeah, and they were asking him like, "What was your best day on film?" And he's talking about an episode when he was in uh, uh, Dino Thunder. He's like, "I was supposed to be in a coma that day," so they were all just talking around me. So I was just laying in a hospital bed with a blanket up for the entire shoot. <laughs> you just get to chill. <laughs> yeah, he's just sleeping. <laughs> He also said that was his best costume because he was the Black Ranger in that one, so all his clothes were just black the entire yeah. time. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, so yeah, so he uh, says he thinks they Subaru right. Arto kind of praises him and yeah. then turns that into a joke. Well, he he, he thinks our, uh, Subaru and Subaru's like, well, we got to keep our bonds strong, and he's just like, you're you're amazing, Subaru. You're super Subaru. Yeah, su- super Subaru. Su- yeah, superbaru. And he like, and that's how you know it's Arjun. He points at it, and Subaru's like, I, I, I don't I, get it. I don't get it. And he's like, <laughs> Arjun's like, uh, no, no, actually, that one's my bad. <laughs> that one is my bad because that was a really bad, it was one. A bad joke. <laughs> he needs easier to explain it, but it was just great when he's just like, no, that one's actually that was my fault. <laughs> and then it goes back to Ames, right? Yes. So it comes out that uh, you uh, walks in and. Um, who was there with like, was, an ivy like, in his arm? His, uh, ivy in his arm, passed out on a little thing. And she's like, if you won't go to the hospital, at least go to the medical. He's like, I'm fine. Yeah, I go to the med bay. <laughs> he's, yeah, he's like, he tells her to shut up. <laughs> and he's like, we were talking about like what shut up means in Japanese. Yeah, noisy. Yeah. Urasai. Sight. Could be translated to shut up or just annoying. Yeah, annoying. But it really just translates to noisy. I kind of wish we should start saying that. Urasai. Like we tell somebody to shut up, we're just like noisy. N- noisy. <laughs> you know what's happening right now? No contact. Noise is coming out of your mouth. That should stop. Yeah. <laughs> That's the implication is that, yeah. <laughs> just stop. It's noisy. It's annoying. God. He's all like standing up, and then they get an alarm that there's an army yeah. of trilobites attacking. And they're uh, like, oh, that's great. They're, like, they're like, activate the Geigers. And they're like, I, they're not responding. Yeah. See, and now, okay, here's the thing. Remember when the Geigers got hacked and the central mainframe and all that happened and the hospital, you know, why were they still commissioned? Like, wait, and like, hey, you know what? Let's take out all the mainframes, restart this stuff. <laughs> we know they're corrupted. Well, I guess they tried. They, they're like, it, they're working fine like a minute ago. <laughs> they had a marching in formation down a road. Yeah. And they're like, okay, you know what? No, we got them back. Dust them off, man. Yeah. Spit on the shoe. Get a little turn polish. It off, turn it on again. We're good. Yeah, just reset it. <laughs> Unplug the replug. <laughs> Perfect. Restore to factory settings. <laughs> Everybody remember their password. What could possibly go wrong? Um. So. Uh, yeah, so the Geigers that they, for this moment, they were prepared. But now, yeah. no, <laughs> they're out of control. Yep. Which means not only do they not have Geigers to defend against the Trilobites. They also have to fight the Geigers. And so, of course, uh, uh, Fuwa is just like, okay, well, then I'll just, I'll just go take them all out. And he uh, was like, dude, if you transform again, you can die. He's like, I don't and care like, if I die if I take out like, Mitsubo Jinrai. Dude, I will be a corpse that kicks their butt. Yeah. <laughs> he's, yeah, he's committed. It's like, as long as I have this. Holding on to the Assault Wolf key. Yep. Um, and so they go, and it's it's a cool, like, night scene. But, um, so... Uh, how big are the Geigers? Well, I think the very next scene is Arto because the Arto's in the room and he's like, uh, you know, tapping his foot and he's like, he can't relax because he's hoping Izu can get saved. Okay. Uh, and then he's like, hey, you need to calm down. At which point, uh, somehow Subaru gets a message from Zeta. Yeah, because he's connected to Zeta. Because he, wor- he works on the yeah. on the satellite and he says that there's an attack. And that's when. What, what I love about this scene is Arto is just like. Hey, Subaru, watch Izu. Yeah. There's no hesitation. Nope. He's like, we gotta, I gotta do this. I'm not doing anything here. Yeah. 
you know, there's no hesitation. Like episode one, uh, Arto would be like, do I go? Do I stay? Right. But no, this is like, this I can't do anything or whoever. Exactly. I got to go where I'm needed. And then, then that's when we get this scene of mayhem that's an awesome night scene. Yeah. But um, yeah. So how big are the Geigers? You know, it, um, <laughs> they're as big as they want them to be, I've <laughs> yeah. noticed. Because sometimes, sometimes they're, they're like, <laughs> sometimes they're like, you know, like. 30 like 20 30 feet tall yeah this guy sometimes the building is is shoulder height sometimes it's foot height yeah sometimes they're bigger than a parking structure <laughs> sometimes yeah. they change in scene yeah how big they are yeah it's um <laughs> sometimes they're like mega but sometimes they're like gundam size yeah. or, and then sometimes they're like megazord and godzilla size <laughs> yep and so it's just like it's like it's irritating it is it's kind of <laughs> grating <laughs> Luckily, they don't appear that often. Yeah. I mean, they're definitely added spice and not the whole story. Yeah. So then uh, uh, Pua and Yua show up. Yeah. You see Geiger's basically waylaying buildings and uh, trilobites attacking people. Just slapping people around. And and um, the average Ames isn't really doing much. Yeah. But uh, they're they're not scared to show uh, trilobites just beating civilians. Oh, yeah. So Fu and you show up on scene. Yeah. And they they hench in. And it's really cool. I like the lighting for this. Yes. Because it's uh, usually when you see a night scene, quote unquote, it's like, you know, there's spotlights everywhere. And yeah, it might as well be freaking. That's day. one of the reasons why they don't do many night scenes in uh, Common Rider is the lighting is really hard. Yeah. Like it's much easier just to film during the day. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so there's and then there's a lot of them fighting and like Fu is just not doing good. I'm thinking to no. myself. You know what? You might have just done better if you would have just gone straight shooting Wolf here. Yeah. Well, I, I, I was wondering why he hadn't, and I, didn't he lose his keys? No. Like, the, I could have swore he like lost they, his keys, and that's why he stole a soul wolf is because he didn't have the other ones. They got them all back. Yeah. See, that's why I was kind of confused because, why you're forcing you know, yourself for regular trilobites. It's because I think it's the only – it's like I have to transform with this or I cannot transform at all. Because he's just like, yeah, it's I the mean, strongest. He, Might as well go from zero to twelve. Yeah. So I mean, uh, Yua went to a Hornet, which is her powerful, most powerful right now. Right. Uh, but she's still doing better than than Fuwa because oh, Fuwa yeah. is not doing good. Yeah. If he gets a swing off, he's stumbling. He might as well be spitting up blood if he wasn't in a suit. Uh, we forgot um, to mention he did spit up blood earlier. Yeah. After after he beat, beat Hirobi, he did mm-hmm. his move of just spitting up a bunch of blood. Yeah. Um. So it's like a Mortal Kombat attack move. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, uh, yeah, so he ends up, um, in a, the time of stumbling around, here's the thing. I always love it when somebody stumbles or has their back exposed and then it's used by the hordes of enemy that you're surrounded by. Cause usually yeah. you're surrounded by six people and everyone's just waiting their turn to take you on one V one. Yes. Whereas no, he, he stumbles and then three trilobites just walk up and start shooting at him. Yeah. Right in the chest. And he falls down and then, uh, Yua comes and takes out those trilobites. And it says, I no longer authorize you to be transformed and just takes the key out of the belt and just throws and it. throws it, yeah. Because if it's anywhere near him, he will grab it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like, we'll get to the right. <laughs> and then she tries to take him out and she gets taken down. Yeah. No, she she takes out all the trilobites and then Jin's just like tells the, the Geigers to come and take her out. Yep. And the Geigers are the one who jump, who are like, skyscraper size jump and then are a lot smaller when they land yeah <laughs> <laughs> they take her out she's de-transformed and then uh he they're like so how are you able to transform i mean yeah. how are you able to control the geigers and he says because i'm awakened now yeah that's that easy that's yeah. that easy man you just level up of course man just <laughs> So, uh, why can't you is a better question. Yeah. <laughs> Humans can't level up. Lame. 
Um, so all is then, lost. All is lost. And then we hear press. Yep. So he, uh, uh, Artisu comes in in regular uh, Hopper and transforms using, turns in, grabs his summon. Doesn't, he doesn't transform. He summons. Breaking the, Mammoth. Breaking Mammoth, the giant robot. Yeah. And he transforms and he just takes out the Geiger. Yeah, like one shots the Geiger, do, G- throws his boomerang arm to destroy another Geiger and the entire Trilobite army. <laughs> and then says, well, that's good enough. I, I don't need this Done anymore. Done with this, gets out of the suit, yeah. And is totally dehinged and comes up to have a face, a showdown against Horobi. Or Jin. Jin. And he's like, uh, if, so um, one thing, uh, I think one thing we forgot to mention, somebody asked Jin what, I, I want to say it was you that asked him, why are you doing this? Oh, yeah, that's right. This that, is that before, was before they transformed. It's like, yeah. why are you doing this? And uh, Jin said that, like. We, we have to destroy the humans or all life on Earth will die. That's what the Ark says. Yeah. And she's like, well, that's a stupid justification. And that's when she henched Because she says her quote, her, her line, which is uh, article whatever broken yeah. cited or something AI, like that. Yeah. And then that's a breach when, of AI conduct cited. Yeah, and that's where uh, Fuwa says his line of, I'll kill you all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that was relevant because um, th- this last part of the episode is definitely a lot about motivation. Yes. So uh, it's like a showdown where like uh, Jin's on a lower level and uh, – yeah, Arch is on the top of the stage, and he just says, um, they have this confronta- confrontation about how they, like, what is he doing? Why yeah. is he doing it? And it's like, how can you call Humagiri your friends when you would attack, uh, like, you, you, with, you attack Izu, and it shows a flashback of Izu getting speared, and he's like, and not just them, but all of them. And, and it, it has shows... a flashback all of the Humagiris, uh, the episode Humagiris who have been destroyed yeah, and by Metsubo Jinrai. And he says, how can you do this and say that they're your friends? And he's just like... Yeah, Jin doesn't really have an answer. Show up. This is what the Ark says. Yeah. And, <laughs> and so I think he transforms at that point. Because rather than... I yeah. Mean, you don't, <laughs> if you don't have a response to the argument, that's when it resorts to violence. Now, it's <laughs> like... We're kind of glossing over this because it's like a really, really good scene. I don't want to like mix it up. But it's like... It's really cool because it's like it shows this... Um, the confrontation of a, f- a fanatic with logic. Yeah, because the thing is that uh, we can explain what's happening in two sentences, but the emotion behind it and the uh, the cinematography and everything that's going on would probably take a lot of explanation. Because it, it also shows, like, like it's a visual statement because it's not – they also have, like, a moral – like, Aruto has, like, a moral high ground. Yeah, and because, he's physically on the high ground. Because it's like – they all – they both have their, like, their views. Yeah. Their views that they that they say they have, but Aruto is the only one who actually lives up to the views he says he has. Right, because, like like I was saying, Jin's opinion is not really his opinion. Yeah. It's just now there's it's a the justification – Yeah, there's a justification for what was other people's opinion Yeah. Uh, in his mind because now he's lost his, his family, yes. I guess. So he, like, Jin has always been saying, oh, Humagiris are my friends, but he's also been, like, wiping them out left and right. One of the first scenes we see, see is him just shooting a Humagir in the head, remember? Yeah, with the, with the regular pistol. Because it was fun. Yeah. And so he's just, but Arduta, like, he has his views and he's never compromised on those. Yes. The views that, like, Humagir are more than just tools. They're, like, family. They deserve it. And so he actually sees them more, he sees Humagir as more valuable than Jin and Horobi do. Exactly. Yeah, it's because like um, it was like episode two or three when Jin like has a freak out and then like we thought maybe for a second he got reset or something like that. And it was like after that, when he starts hanging out with Lil Assassin, that's when he starts to, to care, yeah. I guess, about others. Yeah. But only when they're his comrades. Yes. And he's trying to look for more friends. Yeah. Uh, it's just very interesting. It's like a kind of a polluted sort of, um, I don't know, mockery of the same thing. Like 
kind of a like a mockery of Arto's beliefs almost. Yeah, they've been doing that a lot. With yeah. Because like and also they also they both have a satellite, um, which comes into play in a moment here. So it's like, yeah. um, so Arto says, well, I'll, I'm going to take you out to for everybody pretty much. Yeah. And so and, he, um, he goes to. He puts on the belt. Yes. At which point his consciousness is in Zeta. Yeah. And like in the same time, like in the same way that he was when he went to the training menu. In the first episode. And you can see in front of him like an image of. The assault wolf key. The assault wolf key. Um, with a bunch of like data and stuff. And then uh, he's just like, Zeta, did you see this coming? Yeah. Like, did you know this was going to happen all along? Yeah. Now we we have to remember because like. We always for it's not we always forget, but it's it's kind of important to remember that the arc was created by Heat Incorporation also. Yes. So it's like the arc is like the previous version of Zeta. Yes. So it would have been arc that was up there yeah. if it didn't go haywire. Yeah. So it's like it's not unheard of for Zeta to know everything Arc knows. Yes. And so it was at first you'd be like, How would he know about this key? Like, yeah. Because, but no, it's like, yeah, totally. Yeah, it makes sense once you see it happen because he, he walks over to the assault of key and yeah. he basically he takes the we find out that that's not one part because before it was like a regular progress key but with like a, a silver like an extra trigger handle. thing on it. Yeah. yeah. He disconnects that. And basically shucks, you know, the assault wolf part. Yeah. So I mean, sure, it'll come back. But yeah. But he takes the silver part and sticks it on Shining Hopper. And then you'll be like, and, and, and it says overrised. Yeah. And then he's just like, and then of course Jen's like, how are you doing this? Yeah. Because <laughs> he's been struggling with it. He actually gets permission from Zeta, I take it. Yeah. But he he flips the key open and it's hyper jump. Yeah, hyper jump. And then it's it's overrised. And then he authorizes it with the, the, the belt. Yes. Brings out like a different grasshopper. Yeah. It's like a thinner, thinner, longer legs. It's got some different colors to it. It's got a blue color to it. And he puts it in and then it's a hybrid rise. Yeah, hybrid so rise. So it's overrise, authorized, and then a hybrid rise together. And as he's doing it, I don't know if you noticed that you see the the beam of light come from both Zeta and Ark at the yes, same time. And, so he's because uh, the Assault Wolf is coming from, Z- yes. from the Ark. So it's both of them together, just as the sun's rising. And, yeah. he, and he transforms into it is Shining Assault Hopper. Shining Assault Hopper. Um, and it's much like Shining Hopper only. Okay, so in the way, in the same way that Biting Shark kind of overlaid uh, his base form yeah. the first time we saw it, or uh, I think maybe Falcon was the first one. I can't remember. Well, it's kind of like Shining Hopper has a lot of black in it. Yeah, and the black is now blue. The black is now blue, and the Assault Wolf parts. Right, because it's overlaying, but the, from the back you can still see the black though. Yeah. In the same way that Biting Shark kind of looks like it's a plate on top of him. Yeah. That's that's the only reason I brought it up because it's like. Yeah. Uh, almost like you could snap it on the action figure. I yeah. don't know if that's going to be a thing for the toys, but Maybe. that'd be kind of cool. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, it's pretty cool. I like the scheme. Um, yeah, we wouldn't have thought that the yellow and the blue would go together. I but honestly it, did not think yellow but and blue a, black a, would be a, a combo. A bright yellow and a dark blue. Yeah. <laughs> but somehow it works out. It's, it's somehow it works fine, just fine. <clears throat> and then he takes out the, uh, what was it? It was the... Assault something. The authorized, the authorized assault. Uh, yeah, the, the, basically the, his shotgun cannon thing. It is the authorized buster. Author, authorized buster, yeah. And then he flips it open and pulls down the handle, and now it's the axe Yeah, it, seriously, it was an axe this whole time, and it's totally sweet. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, it works out. It works, and it's like it fits the color scheme of his suit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Zeta knew Zeta the whole, knew the whole time. <laughs> sneaky, sneaky. So, um... I've seen the episode. And that's the end of the Him episode. Him jumping down the stairs with the axe and raised Get, above his head. Getting ready for the next episode, which is uh, 
potential yeah the last bit of this arc it seems like yes um so uh the title of the episode kind of gives a little away but i think i know what's going to happen anyway uh so what is your suck um so my suck is even though where it led and um the reasons behind the scene i just don't like how easily hirobi got got swamped i mean like he's been building such a badass this whole time and i've talked so many times about how i want to see that showdown and essentially the showdown was i mean up to this point hirobi wins easily hirobi wins handily like and then suddenly hirobi loses in the blink of an eye and gets taken out pushing somebody else out of the way now I wouldn't say I would change specifically how he dies, right? Like, I, I have no problem with him pushing Jin out of the way. I just kind of wish that there was more of a fight. I think um, it would have been better if, and I think this might have just been a time constraint, if you would have gotten more worked by Shining Hopper before he did it, like, yeah. he would have been almost dead already. Yeah, like, and... If he would have taken, like, a final form, if he would have taken, like, an a, like... So, one of the coolest things that happens, in, it happens in Sentai more often than in Kamen Rider, but that's happened in Kamen Rider where the mask breaks and then you see the actor underneath. Yeah. So if he would have gotten like almost destroyed by Shining Hopper. Yeah. And was about ready to be destroyed by like a final attack from Shining Hopper. And then he pushed Jin out of the way. Yeah. I mean, because I almost feel like we're watching Rocky three or four and it, wait, it was Drago was four. No, I think it was three. Three. I'm pretty sure it's three, right? Because it was a, it's Apollo, Mr. T. Or no, is it Apollo twice? Whatever. Anyways, my point is, so, yeah, he's going through the training montage, and we're getting ready, and the showdown's with Drago tonight, and then either one of them gets hit by a car on the way there, or, like, they're both squaring up in the ring, and then somebody from the other side just, like, punches Rocky right in the jaw, (laughs) and that's the end of the movie. Or And you're like, where's my boxing match that I've been waiting for this whole time? I just think, I just, well, I know. That's not the end of Hirobi. Yeah. Okay, well, good. I mean, because it's just one of those things where it's I, like. I, I, I've seen him in other things, in like uh, clips and things, and I've seen him in images yeah, for, but that, for that's, later episodes. That's my suck for this. So, I know. Uh, my suck. Because, like I said, even though I like the way he died, I just wish oh, there yeah, was so more. Like, so, I like how, mine is the same too, where like, I like how the story played out, but I think that the way the, the pieces could have been put in place could have mm-hmm. been a little better, and that's. Why the heck is he there? The, no, the other suck. <laughs> Thank you for reminding me. What the heck? That is like, mine. It's never like, once has she ever gotten that close to like gloat over a victory even. Yeah. Like it's so out of character. It's so weird. Like how is she all the way over there? Yeah. 10 just, feet away from the bad guy and yeah gosh i kept forgetting how irritated i was because i didn't want to i didn't want to mention that it irritated me just because i wanted it to be a surprise when I, and then we just totally skimmed over it and i forgot yeah it's just like why is she there <laughs> like i'm fine with the results of it yeah like i'm fine with the results of like uh Jin being like taken out like the results what ended up with it but it's like and, and we've had this problem with other shows it's like you needed one or two more scenes yes gosh i mean it's like just a little bit more <sighs> and that's always our problem it's like we wanted more just give me more unlike kugu we're like can we give me a little less <laughs> yeah, <it's> like, <laughs> here's a fine line yeah just a smidge less for kuga on certain scenes yeah. if we could take time from kuga and put it into the other show yes. <laughs> transfer time yeah just give it a little bit more emotional depth to yeah. the scene a little bit more of the dramatic action and the the rising and the falling and all that but like i'm fine with how it turned out yeah the story of it is fine i like that it's just like wait if i had to put a second one it's the what the heck are the size of the guiders they just 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or th- if they would have even said at the beginning, their shape, their shape, their their science shaping, I'd be like, but who cares about technology? I'm fine with that. I feel like that's. I think I feel like that was your suck though for the second hospital episode. Yeah, it was it to begin with. So I'm like, yeah. I'm not gonna. So bringing but that the, back up. But not, this easier thing is just like showing up. It's just like. Yeah, that was just so funky, man. That was just so out of place. And I mean, it 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 needed to happen for the story, but it was bad for the character if 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 it had appeared if like izu had been with Arta at the start and Arta's like izu get back the this is too dangerous right here and she's like okay and then she had gone away and that just happened to be where they launched yeah. it i, I mean, almost i almost would have been fine with it if you just saw izu standing like 20 feet away when you see hirobi land or something yeah as in he just happened to be in the area yeah that would have made and, it better and, and fu was just knocking people all over the place he doesn't yeah. care it's just that like where he landed in my view of how the battle took place that's like in enemy lines like you had to walk over there yeah. past the fight to get to it and uh yeah <laughs> it was just probably the, the alignment of scenes but yeah, just, yeah you know so that so what is your segoy so my segoy i uh i really liked how she just kind of ripped the 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 key out of his belt and chucked it away because <laughs> yeah, he, love, he I can't be I, de- I don't authorize you to be transformed anymore yeah at a certain point it's not about giving permission it's about taking the permission <laughs> he, away he would have just kept transforming yeah. until he died and she knows he's gonna and also um the reason why i like it um uh, is that it's a very clear moment where it's not about business because yeah. uh business is Cause guys just like let him die who cares yeah it's got nothing to do with her job um just so i mean they're comrades so obviously you don't want people to die but essentially Soldiers get lost in the field, you yeah. know. So it's like one of those things. If somebody ends up dying while defeating the enemy, then it's really not that great a loss as far as uh, the bottom line is concerned. Yeah. But this wasn't about the bottom line, so yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a cool scene. So my sugoi would probably be that uh the that ideological showdown mm-hmm. of of uh, Arita just saying like you don't live the ideals you spout. Yeah, it's very. It was a very well uh, composed scene where he's just like you're not you say you do these things but your actions don't follow what you say the entire yeah. time and he's just like you don't live what you spout like whereas i he doesn't even say that like i do it's just like i think that's one of the reasons why that makes him so angry because he knows that arthur like lives his life like he says he's gonna live his right life. yeah he follows his ideals yeah and so i, I really love that ideological scene and the, like the the cinematography of it and the place the placement of it is really good yeah like, even they, the even the the music fit yeah they took the, the time to do that yeah like you could tell it was a very key point in the series yeah, that, that, that could have like uh that could have been a very rushed thing. It could have fell flat. But they, they like really focused on it and made it so. I, I want to also give it like a runner up mention to the vice president kind of becoming a key player again. Yeah. You know, like we were expecting season, episode one when we do our wild predictions of what this could be. We're thinking he's going to be in every other episode, if not every episode. Yeah. Being a. a and then he was in out of like nine episodes. Yeah. And then he was just like, he was in the movie. Yeah. And so, anyways. So, uh, so yeah, it's going to be pretty big. So. The the title of the next episode is This is the Daybreak of Zaya. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. I mean, and we knew this was coming. So what I think is going to happen is that I think Guy is going to become the the head of uh, Eden. Eden. Yeah, it's almost because uh, they were a smaller, they were shown to be like way smaller of a company to begin with. Yeah. And we know that the the... Um, I don't want to say council, but the shareholders or whatever. The stockholders, yeah, the shareholders. Yeah, they're gonna, they're trying, they're voting to get Arto out, and then who do you replace it with, right? You'd think the vice president, but unless somebody steps up, who's been clearly planning for something for a very long time, he could be putting money in pockets this whole time. 
Um, in fact, I highly expect for the the VP to be, you know, straighten his tie and getting ready for them to say, you're the one that's going to take over just for the rug to be pulled out of both and him and Aruto. Walk, and this guy walks in and it's just like, heat in organization is now a, a subsidiary of Zaya. Yeah, and I almost hope that makes uh, the vice president like a, a grudging ally to where it's like, well, we both need to get the company back now. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, and I really would want, I don't know if they're going to do this because it's hard for them because of like how budget is. I want them to be like, it almost becomes like they're underground. Yeah, yeah. Like for this next section, it's like they don't have the resources they have anymore. Yeah. They barely are able to summon things from the satellites. Like just things like they were e- taking for granted yeah, are now. Yeah, Um. There was a great uh thing when uh Bruce Wayne was suspected of murder. Oh, in yeah. In the comics. And so Bruce Wayne like went to jail. So there was no Batman, but that also meant that none of the uh, none of his allies had access to any money. <laughs> uh. And like there was this great scene of like the Batcave and everything with like a pro- dollar price tag on it, talking about how much money. Like every boomerang is like four hundred bucks. Right. You know? It's just like, <laughs> and how yeah. much money they spend constantly. Now you're suddenly you're collecting arrows. <laughs> yeah, they'll be like, <laughs> we have to like resharpen our batarangs and stuff right. like that. <laughs> they just never took it for granted. <laughs> yeah, we, I, I realize now we are not very eco-friendly. Yeah. <laughs> we generate a lot of e-waste. <laughs> what do you mean? We crashed four planes last week. <laughs> you know those batarangs are selling for way more than 400 on eBay, too. Yeah, oh, yeah. Just got, <laughs> got a batarang, two batarang. <laughs> Stimulating the econ- economy one thug at a time. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So, that's the next episode is this. Oh, we have to do the writer ranking. Yeah. Yes, we do. So, we have to rate the three of them. And so right now, it is Vulcan, Valkyrie, and Zero One. As in that order? Yeah. I kind of want to drop Vulcan down. Yeah. He's a little too stubborn. So, and I want to bump Zero One all the way up to the one, first of those three. Because yeah. he's, he's pretty It was so, a very clear set of motives. And, uh, so it would be Zero One, Valkyrie, and Vulcan. Yeah. Because Valkyrie's like moving on. Uh huh, for sure. Um, It's funny. It's like Val- all Valkyrie has to do is be in the show and she's amazing. Yeah. It's just like so many times she's not in the show. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like Vulcan has to be amazing. Yeah, there's a there's a higher standard. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, cause, especially because he fits a niche um, that has been filled several times. So it's like yeah. y- you have to like uh, kind of forge your own path w- while on the same path. Yeah, you know what I mean. Go in the same direction, but kind of off to the side. You got still got a bushwhack. Right. Yeah. So it's just like so. Now here's the ultimate question: Is zero one better than double? <sighs> uh, so yeah. Yeah, I feel like if there was ever going to be a time for him to go up to first, it's it's this episode and maybe the next, right? Where his his uh, his his beliefs are tested, his friendships are tested, um, you know, his allies are dropping. Yeah, you know, and then you you stand up and and you can, uh, I mean, yeah, like you were saying with uh, the scene with Gene, where you're just like the, the total opposite here. Like you think you have a similar value to me. Or like a, a core value to me, but it's actually just some sort of distorted fake yeah. version. You're just doing whatever you feel like type of thing. Yeah, you're like you're still parrot. You're still parroting yeah. a, a human. You just don't know it. Yeah. I mean, that's not what the way it was put, but the the way the scene was. Yeah. Um. That that being said, though, ah, uh, doubles in a strong spot. You know, it's it's hard to say. I'm okay with it, especially because like we're in the halfway point. So the next episode will probably double will be probably. I mean, it's hard to say. There might be some good episodes, but I yeah. Know, I know double has many times where it has the chance to go up, but I don't know. Yeah, with zero one is the X factor for you. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to put him at first. Okay. So do you think Valkyrie's better than double? No. No. So I don't think so either. So it'll be a zero one 
double Valkyrie, which actually means she didn't change spots. <laughs> um, Vulcan below her, and then it's uh, Kuga, Nico, and then Ichigo because he's off battling Shocker in Argentina or whatever. Yeah, wherever he's at. So it is uh, zero one at number one, double at two, and Valkyrie at three. Valkyrie at three, Vulcan at four, Kuga at five, Nigo at six, and Ichigo at seven. Yeah, it makes Nigo second from the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> two, two. So yeah, like I said, the next episode of Zero One is, this is Zaya's daybreak, I think it was. Yeah. The, or the dawn of Zaya or something well, along. Is that, it, it, the daybreak because of the yeah. whole daybreak town. Yes. Um, our next episode, uh, we're going to depart like the chronology wise of things, and we're going to do a little extra movie because we, uh, I want, I want you to see a bad movie. <laughs> I want you to see a bad common Rider movie, but with so, cool suits. With cool suits. So I want you to be disappointed in a common Rider movie, like all other common Rider fans, because you've only seen good common Rider movies. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I need to see something bad. <laughs> so we are going to watch, uh. I think it's 2007 or 2005's Common Rider the First. First. And this is uh, basically like the first 15 episodes jammed together. <laughs> you wish. <laughs> um, this, is, this is like uh, somebody heard somebody talk about how they might have seen a show called Common Rider <laughs> once while they were half asleep and they decided to make a movie about it. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. But they actually, but they, they Googled some images and, and uh, they, uh, updated. Yeah, the, updated the suit. So the idea was this was supposed to be like a revamp of the Common Rider franchise and they were going to like reboot it. And it mm, didn't work. No. Um, it was about as successful as the Amazing Spider-Man reboots. Oh. Where like they did the first one, it was okay. The second one, and it sucked horribly. And then they were like, forget it. We're just going back to so something else. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that was Kamen Rider the first. So we're going to watch that. The only reason we haven't watched that earlier is because uh, uh, the spoiler would have been if there's a second writer. Right. Yeah, so even we needed it, to see Nigo before we watched Even though the in, character in the is so completely different, it's not even the it's, same. It's almost not worth mentioning it as Nigo, but the, the fact that there is a second writer so early like, yeah. if I had found out there was a second writer, it would have kind of messed with my ideas of how they're going to uh, get back on track. You yes. Know? So it, I, I like the journey without knowing. Also, uh, they use the same name, so Ichimonji. Mm -hmm. And so you would have been spoiled on Ichimonji being a writer. Right, when, when he shows up. And he announces himself. Yeah, because I didn't even recognize. I was actually more angry that he was able to fight off yeah, and then you were Taki like, than. Oh, crap, he's a, he's a writer. Yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> like, what else could it have been? Duh. <laughs> so that will be our next episode, Common Rider the First, which is um is one of the few Common Rider things. Uh, well, there's more now, but it's one of the few Common Rider things that are available in America. Okay. They brought it over. Which probably didn't help. No, <laughs> um, like you could buy it on on like DVD, right? The first and the next, I think, were both available on DVD. So that means that uh, our listeners can maybe find it, yeah, on the internet. Probably. Well, if I mean, you could find the you could find everything we watch on the internet. True. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like more easily because there's like an English version. Yeah, there's an official English uh, subtitles of it. Well, I mean, if anybody does go out of the way to find that you can uh email your opinion at fanboy <laughs> opinion at gmail yeah. or you know check out the website fanboyopinion.com or in in the meantime if you decide no i don't want to do none of that you can still listen to us on whatever podcatcher you like uh, including yep. basically insert podcatcher yeah. here <laughs> yep uh 
we still got to check out, see if we can find a way to get on uh, Bangladesh's podcasting website. Yeah. <laughs> Hit up some of those. Uh, just random countries. I'm just going to like roll a dice, determine a country, be like. Let's uh, see if we can get over there and yeah. uh, <laughs> get some Did South you know African podcasts. We're, we're huge in pigeon country. <laughs> um, Estonia's got yeah, our. Estonia. <laughs> Estonia. I think they have like some of the best internet. Yeah, best wife. <laughs> best internet in the world or something like that. I know I remember seeing it like on a top ten at least going. Yeah, what? It's, it's it's top ten, Estonia. But it's also like I think I think it's Estonia it has the highest per capita of like people. Right. Like their 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 amount of wealth. Wow. Because it's pretty much just incredibly rich people and the people who work for them that live there. Oh, so it's like one of the it's like if uh Florida was a country and like people were slowly like the rich started buying spots there and started kicking out everybody. No, else. It, it, it would be like if uh, it's like your if Europe's like Beverly Hills state. was its own country. OK, yeah. Yeah. And like it's just incredibly rich people and the people who work for them <laughs> and like and just all from all of Europe. Right. So it's like royalty and like huge business icons. And so that's why they have the best Internet, because they can pay people to make the best. Yeah. Internet. It's not the best internet. I think it's like ten or eleven, but it's way better in America's. Well, yeah. I think the best is South Korea. I've I, I know they're top. They're they're definitely contending, if not top. Yeah. So um, I'm I'm gonna be honest with you. I kind of hope that we get a bunch of viewers that are like pre. They're already typing up an email at this exact moment to send to you about trashing that movie <laughs> before I get to even see it. And you're like, as soon as we watch it, it's like, okay, listen to this first. <laughs> <laughs> it's like before you give your opinion, here's their opinion. Yeah. So uh, that will be our next episode. Hope to see you then. See ya.